Bienvenido a Kaiser Permanente. El doctor ya te puede ver. Verá que aunque eres muy activo, ahora te cansas más rápido de lo normal. Verá que a menudo almuerzas comida rápida. Próxima ventanilla. Verá que pones a tu familia primero y tu salud tiende a caer en segundo o tercer lugar. Y claro que verá que tienes el azúcar alto, igual que tu papá. En Kaiser Permanente trabajamos juntos para ver todo lo que tú eres y darte el cuidado que tú mereces. Kaiser Permanente, para todo lo que tú eres. Hello and welcome to the Boys in the Band podcast and another Tied to the Naughties special. I'm Pete Smith and as ever, Rich Gallagher is with me. How are you doing, Rich? Yeah, very good. Thank you, mate. Thanks for joining us on this episode and uh, a special shout out as well to our sponsors, Signature Brew. Uh, remember, we've got a great deal with them, which gets you 10% off their beers at signaturebrew.co.uk and just enter Boys in the Band at the checkout for that. Uh, and this week, I've been enjoying the roadie beer from them. Actually serve it in a pub quite local to me. I'm very, very lucky. Lovely, lovely little IPA. Very nice. Very nice. And a fitting beer to sip while you're listening to this episode, actually, because we've got Zach Skinner of the Skinner Brothers on telling us about their wild live shows. Uh, we saw him, Rich, didn't we, at the 100 Club yeah. just before Christmas. Crazy, sweaty sing-along. That was good fun, though. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was raucous. Uh, really, really enjoyable night that. And uh, we chat to him a little bit about that. But Zach is also you know, very open and honest about the, the hard yards he's going through and the, the, all the challenges that, that all rising modern bands face right now. Yeah, he certainly doesn't make it sound very glamorous, does he? <laughs> uh, I guess, uh, but Rich, I guess when we speak to these bands from the noughties, they look back a little bit through rose-tinted glasses. Or I guess if they've had success sort of following on from those tough early days maybe that masks it a little bit but Zach was very good on the Instagram I think you called it Instagram versus reality of being in a band or starting out in a band right now yeah yeah it definitely you know you can see other bands uh, looking like it's all coming so easy but uh, but yeah Zach's uh, really good on you know what it's like uh, for a musician right now trying to find their way and uh to earn a living as well. Um, but we, we certainly encourage him to persevere because we are absolutely loving uh, what he's putting out right now. The, the new album, Soul Boy 2, is definitely worth a spin, uh, really into that. And, um, and so here it is. Here's the, the Skinner Brothers story so far with frontman Zach Skinner on the boys in the band, Tied to the Naughties. How's it going, Zach? Hi, how's it going? Cheers for having me on, man. My pleasure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, good to get you on, Zach. Uh, how are you feeling, first of all? Because I know you've uh, unfortunately had to cancel that big London date the oh, other God. day. Uh, I just got away sick, man. After I did Bedford, we did the whole tour really, and then I got to Bedford, did that. Then we had a day off, and then we was going to do the last three dates. And I was all right. And then I was all right on the day off. I woke up in the morning of the morning of Guildford, and I was fucked. I was um. I was really fucked. Like, I couldn't even move, man. I was going to try and do Guildford, man, but it, like, it got worse as it went on a day. I'm like, glad I fucking cancelled it. So we tried to just cancel two. And then I was, it was bad news, man. So we had to stop London as well. But it's not that bad. So we'll just um, reschedule it. Do you know what yeah. I mean? It's not yeah, like yeah, the yeah. end of the world. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Well, good to hear you're feeling better now. Anyway, Zach, and good to see you again, because we were just saying there last time, me and Rich saw you. It was after that brilliant gig at the 100 Club just before oh, yeah. Uh, Christmas. Yeah, fantastic to experience the thrill of a Skinner Brothers live yeah. show in person. Um, yeah, that was a good one, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah man, it's good. It's mad to see how, like, so the whole tour, I didn't really know what to expect on the tour. 
because I thought like maybe it'd just be like no one there. Do you know what I mean? Like it'd be like mm. London was good, and then we go up north and it'd be like no one there. It'd be shit. Do you know what I mean? But it weren't, man. It was like every night was like hundred club, but like more more crazier. I <laughs> know it was, man. I, I I it was. I thought hundred club was like the topic gets, and I was like, oh cool, that's like the best. And then we went up. What did we do first? Like Preston. We did first Preston, and I don't really even know where that is that much near Manchester, <laughs> but it was fucking sold out. I was like, "Where the fuck are all these people? Who are these people that come from Preston to see it?" It was it was a Friday night, and it and it ripped. It was it was it was, it was fucking great, and then that set the tone because I was like, "Oh, that was even fucking crazier than a hundred club because people outside of London are are mad. Like they just really don't like some of the towns was ah, oh, they just is. I think the further up north you go. The I actually Leeds was a highlight. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Obviously, other than, and then when you come down south, like some of the other towns, like Bedford and stuff, it's still good. It just gets a bit weird. People, because <laughs> 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 up north it seems like they're. Um, it's like really first sort of experience of doing headline shows up there. They are uh, well, for example, Leeds or it doesn't seem they don't seem to care about the next day too much. So they really have it large on the night. It's like Wednesday nights and stuff. Went up to King Tut's in Glasgow. Just piles of sick everywhere. <laughs> I'm not even joking, man. Like, they're just fucking, we're about to go on. And then there's just sick on the floor everywhere. I was like, fucking cool, bro. People pissing everywhere. And I was thinking like, there's different breed up here, man. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's it even like sold out in these places. And I was thinking like, don't really want to piss anyone off, even though they've paid to come and see us. I'm thinking, like, I don't know how to deal with the people up here because they obviously, but everyone was, everyone was sound. Had a few dramas along the way, um, <laughs> but it was pretty sound for me. I was all right. <laughs> it's good. Sounds like there might have been a few hangovers at work the next day for some of those guys yeah, up in Scotland. Right. Yeah, <laughs> just everyone's. Because I was surprised that everyone knew the the new tunes on the album. Mm. They all knew them, so I was thinking, like. It's just you just don't think that they will. Do you know what I mean? Like I was just like, because on the internet, on the phone, you don't really know. Because it's been a while since we've done a proper thing, so to actually get out there, I can actually see it's real. Because on Instagram, you're like, is it even real? Like, it's mm, just like you've got mm. a few followers, and it's like, but who are they? <laughs> are they? If I see them now, they're yeah. the fucking gigs, man. And like fucking <laughs> licking beer off the stage and doing weird shit. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> No, it's fucked up. Like they are. Like it's fucked up. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Touch touch from that that album a little bit. Then then Zach. So Soul Boy Two came out in, in February. I'm I'm a massive fan. Absolutely love the record. And and you guys have been you know, fairly prolific uh, releasing music over the last few years. Sort of uh, various batches of songs you've released over the last three years or so. Um. So as well as you know things kicking off on stage. You clearly like, you know, laying stuff down in the studio as well and and, and uh, yeah. getting your sound uh, set out on record. Yeah, man, I, I think I, I don't know if I prefer, well, you've got to have the, the records or you can't do the stage stuff, can you? So like, um, I'm pretty quiet, really, apart from when I play. But I like to, um, I do enjoy making records if it's going good. Like today I've had a f- fucking couple of bad days and trying to get a new tune and I ain't got one, man. It's pissing me off. It's getting me in a bad mood. Do you know what I mean? I spent like, what was it like, what have I done today? So I put 7.30, so I started then, and I did till 7. seven basically 7 till 7, I got fuck all. I started like going to work and not getting paid. It's fucking dead. Do you know what I mean? So I like, did that yesterday as well. 
But then when you get a tune, I'm I'm buzzing for a couple of days, and I'm like, yeah, great, got got a good one now. Um, but yeah, man, I like to make the tunes. I like to keep myself to myself in the house. The tour is great, but when I'm on the tour, it does get stressful in there because I it's fucking tons of people like you're talking to like cause I'll speak to people afterwards. I make sure I speak to them like everyone and have a chat. But after you do that, it's like speaking to so much people and it like drains your energy without you knowing. Do you know what I mean? Like mentally, it's like you can't give yourself away to that many people without fucking your head up. It's really weird. And when I go to bed, I can't. It's really hard. It's fucking weird. Do you know what I mean? You have to yeah. pretend that you didn't just have like a ripping gig and then you've got to pretend that nothing, try and be chill out. It's fucked up. I can see why people get the fucking drink problems and shit. Like, <laughs> you get me? <laughs> Yeah, so when you're trying to write songs, what's sort of the inspiration you're normally looking for? What bands do you yeah. feel you're inspired by and uh, stuff like that? Well, I like loads of different stuff, man. Over the years, that's why I've done so much like different sort of music and the different albums which I've done. But now I sort of try and hone it in to uh, what I'm doing now, which is like more like indie rock stuff sort of thing. Obviously, my voice stays the same. But I like trying, I'm always trying to hone it in. But I do like, yeah, I take inspiration from all that stuff. Like, you know, like uh, the 2000s stuff. Like, I like the, the, the ramshackleness of the Libertines. But mm. the, the thing is, I've always struggled with is because I make, I used to be against doing it on the computer. I used to like trying to do it organically, with like four geezers and round a microphone or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Because I used to think that was the way. But it was, prove quite hard because then you've got to find the guys they've all got to be in the right mood obviously there's no money so people ain't in the mood all the time uh so over the years i've just accepted to do it on the digital so doing it like that can be quite rigid sometimes because you've got you're not using the real drums you're not using the you know what i mean like so some of the stuff like the libertine stuff is quite ramshackle it's hard to recreate that when it's rigid but you can a bit but the thing is that I've had to accept that. But then you've got the other side of stuff like some like hard fire or something like that. Do you know what I mean? Like um, that is quite rigid, that music. So it it's, I like all the stuff, man, but I do, I, I love the ramshackle and I like the, the rigid indie stuff. You know what I mean? Like proper yeah, yeah. produced stuff. So I, what I take, I take inspiration from all of it, man. I like to, I, I like to get a nice beat and a nice, like, a little groove going. Do you know what I mean? Like, a nice set of chords with a nice beat. And I've, if I think it's cool, like, if I think, oh, yeah, I'm listening, something weird happens. If I listen to a little groove thing, I think, oh, yeah, that's, I like that. I don't really know why, but I like that. And then I can try and wrap my voice around it. And sometimes it takes ages to do it, to find a melody to go over it. But if it's a good uh, loop or fucking chord thing, I find that I keep coming back to it and I normally find something to go over it but if I can't then I can't but normally a good chord thing I force myself to I just want it because you want a foot of it because you keep hearing it and go oh that's definitely great I need to sort myself out and get my voice over that do you know what I mean yeah, yeah. So that's how I do it man. well obviously working as I say you, as I said you've been really prolific over, over the years there's tons of stuff on Spotify for people to check out as well as a, the uh, the album Soul Boy 2 but yeah, we're talking about some of those influences from the 2000s, the likes of the Libertines. You've even supported the Libertines, haven't you? And and yeah. uh, and Kasabian and the Streets. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so what's it what's it like going on tour with uh, with uh, names as big as that? Uh, well, the Libertines was early on. That was before we even had a <clears throat> a record out, so uh, I didn't really know what to expect. 
that was a different breed of tour than Libertines one because we were quite badly, not badly behaved, but we was on a on a mad one back then. We thought that was what you're supposed to do. Kasabian, and now it's still great learning. Like, do you know what I mean? Um, but then uh, now with the Kasabian tour, we was different band on that. Like, um, well behaved. Well, it was a Corona time as well, so everyone was sort of separated. It was a bit strange. Um, and the streets, same thing on the best behaviour. But it's um. It's great to be touring with these people, man. But now I like to, uh, I've gone, like, it seems like I've gone far enough into this to, I keep out of their way. Do you know what I mean? I won't bother anyone like that. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's because it, they're, they're working, aren't they? And I don't, I, I, yeah, I don't like to bother anyone like that. Uh, but I do appreciate the music. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's great to be obviously touring with them. And I, yeah, but sometimes you can ruin the music a little bit. Like, I didn't listen to Libertines for a fair while after that. Do you know what I mean? Like, I just, I don't know yeah, what happens yeah. if you're too close to them. Some, like, I haven't listened, really listened to Kasabian in the same way since the tour. But before the tour, I was buzzing. I like, listen, put extra on. Do you know what I mean? Like, great, fucking. But then after something happens, you listen to it every night and you're like, oh, I don't fancy that. Anymore. Like, don't yeah, yeah. They can no, take a breather. <laughs> take a breather for a bit. Yeah. It ruins the music, and you probably feel <laughs> how they're feeling with their own songs. They probably don't want to listen to them anymore. Because yeah. like, you hear them do the same thing every night, and it's like <laughs> that's it just work. It becomes like a machine, doesn't it? It's like you just. That's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so you mentioned sort of the Libertines tour coming before you were signed. So tell us a little bit about the journey of the Skinner Brothers then, um, and the sort of the the road you've gone on to get to where you are yeah. now. Um, well, I come to London, not, I don't know what year it was, but I was eight, 18, just 18. And then I uh, got living with all different people, man. Like, uh, I just come here and got a job. So I was just living with, uh, like, rent a room sort of thing. I just rent a room off different people. So I'd do that for years. And then I kept writing songs and trying to learn how to play and sing and that. And then, I'm cutting it short, but I uh, basically I learned to sing and play a little bit. I put some stuff out, try and get a band together and all this, do some little shows and no one comes. And then I'd uh, I put some tunes out online. Uh, this took years. I found out a way to record and stuff on the computer and stuff. Put a couple tunes out, <laughs> took a while under different names and stuff. And then I finally, like, uh, the same, the manager from who did Libertines, who managed them, uh, emailed through. One day, and I was like, "Oh, great! Like, that's pretty cool." I went to meet him, and then uh, I started working with with them, with that management, and uh, that, and then that's why we got the Libertines thing. Ended up doing some stuff with Carl and stuff like that, and that was sort of like the intro to the to the business of it. But I was still on a different planet back then. I thought I'd made it then. I was like, "Great, done, like, it was <laughs> done and dusted, didn't it?" Uh, and then uh, didn't work out that management. Got another management after that, and I had a little band together at the time uh, with my brother in it and a couple other guys. Um, got another manager, that didn't work out, and then I, we did a tour, a little tour with him and stuff. No one came, rubbish times, and then uh, the band all left after that. Basically, I kept cracking on, and then uh, this this got all over a fair few years, and then. Um, I kept just putting out albums and all this stuff I hadn't brought out before. So I was like, fuck, I've got to put it out and just under my own name. And then started building the Instagram and all that, like being like, fuck, if no one wants to work with me, I'll just get a little army together on the online. And then I uh, didn't want a manager. 
but then I, I was looking to get um, Mike Skinner on a track of mine, which uh, was only for a chance. I was chanting. Do you know what I mean? I was thinking, like, oh, I'll try and contact the manager. Contacted Tim, who's Mike's manager, and, and, and he ended up managing managing us, man. So, like, uh, and he's the manager today. And that and so that's sort of where it comes out. And obviously, through that, we've sorted the Kasabian, the street stuff, and this tour, the album. Now it's going fine, but it's taken all that time to to get here and find the right people to work with. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but now he's helped me hone it in to, to this more of, like hone hone the genre in a bit because I was I was getting a bit crazy with the genres. Now I'm sort of honed in to more. I don't know, say rock is quite boring, but honed it in a bit so everyone, the audience knows what they're getting. Do you know what I mean? You can sort of yeah. expect now what you're going to get a bit with the next track. I'm not going to do some mad tangent and do some jazz or something. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> because I've done it before and it, it doesn't work. Like people are to get that. It's, it's fine to do it, but if you want to keep an audience, I think you've got to be a little bit careful because people always say worst bit of advice I think I've ever got. In some ways it's like, you know, they always say, fucking do, do what you will feel like doing. Make what mm. you feel like making. And it's like, oh, great. I'm going to have no fans. Here. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, because everyone, you, you must have heard that advice before. Be yourself or do what like you want to do. And then I do that and then it doesn't work out. So I was like, well, some people got to be honed in. Like, just if you're doing the Skinner Brothers, it's like a, I feel like that's a, a sort of a brand now. Do you know what I mean? That people expect a certain sort of music from it. And I will give them that now. Do you know what I mean? But if I want to do a side fucking thing, I'll do a side thing, but I won't mix it too much. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Do you get what I mean, what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I, so in, t- in terms of that idea of uh, sort of honing things in, um, I'm thinking, you know, look back on sort of when I first started hearing you guys, and I think it was around when Iconic came out in, in yeah. 2021. Mm. And you think about how that followed low and then culture nonstop. And I think they really do follow on well together. Were those, were those songs that you had you know, under your belt already that your management advised you to go with or were you sort of honing your craft there to, to write them one after the other? Uh, no, I went to the management, to Tim, uh, with that stupid much song that we just brought out on the album. Yeah, yeah. I had that already then. So I sent him that and I wanted Mike Skinner to be on it, on a verse. And so I already, that was the only one I had. So then, <clears throat> and then he come on board. So I started, I needed to show him that I could fucking write <clears throat> some bangers in it so I was like so I come up with low iconic culture and I went from there so I didn't have them so stupid much was first and then it was low iconic fucking more culture all that stuff so yeah, and then I just kept running do you know what I mean because I was like great got a little started most of them songs are samples like they're I would start with a bass sample of someone else's guitar which I got and I'd and I'd run with that. I'd add some drums, and then I'd add my own guitars on it. So it's built like a. It's basically built like a, like a rap song, really. Do you know what I mean? It's it's a sample, but you wouldn't be able to tell because I do it. So it's it's like a rock song. Do you get me? Yeah. yeah. So I'd never mm. done that before. So because I'd always sort of been like, when I don't I don't know if you know, but if you start going on sampling websites and stuff, you'll get a lot of funk stuff and hip hop samples, and to find the ones which are like rock samples, is bloody hard. And like, because they, they don't normally cater for that. It's not normal. So I've had to sieve these out. I'm getting to the end of my tether now where <laughs> sampling people ain't got no more for me. <laughs> and I said, oh, I'm not fucking acoustic doing it. And like, I prefer someone else to, to do the chords because I'm, I'm only like to sing. 
you know what I mean? I, yeah. I'm not, yeah, but I'm basically, yeah, so I did all them tunes and I just kept running with it and I found a little way, little niche way to make tunes. Where impressive. Yeah. Impressive run. But now I'm getting to a point where it's like, because we've done the album now, like, oh, well, we need to step up for the next one. So I'm trying to step it. Well, I've got about six songs for the next album now, but I'm trying to, I'm trying to just keep it stepping up. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, keep I them coming. Yeah, keep them coming, man. But it takes you have to sit here for hours and like, like you think on tour, like you're you're rocking every night, having a great time. But then you come back here and you have to just drill it out, man, and try and mm. write music. It's quite, it's quite, quite sad in a way. You're just sitting in your room. It's the less the less glamorous side of it all, yeah. Yeah, man. I, I, I must, everyone must have to do it. Like you, mm. even I think of like other artists and that. I see them on Instagram or whatever, like competitors or whatever the fuck you want to call them. Like, don't know, just put other artists. And I'm thinking like, I even think like, oh, they definitely don't have the same problem I have. Like, they definitely <laughs> yeah. sit down and they write like bangers. It can't be true. Like it just doesn't work like that. Like, do you, do you know what I mean? But you think every artist just sits there and then just like shits out fucking bangers. Like, duh, duh. <laughs> I still think that. I still think they do that. Like, <laughs> do you get me? Instagram so, versus reality, there, isn't it? Yeah, yeah there man, you I'm go. Sick of it, <laughs> man. Like, since I was since I was ill the other day, I, I took like a five days off the phone because I was like, I don't want to look at the phone. I just want to fucking. It's, it's fucking sickening, man. The phone's bad news. I haven't been off the phone for like three years. So I've been trying to build this fucking thing. And I had a great five days, man. Now I'm back on it. It's quite dangerous, the, the Instagram. It's quite a... Because yeah, you always look at it. You, mm. you always look at it, don't you? Like you keep picking it up and looking at yeah. random... Sh- like people have said, we pick up looking at random people's fucking stories about a load of bollocks. Like, <laughs> but it does... You don't think it's infecting you, but I think it seeps into your head and it makes you depressed, I think. Like, it's fucked up. Like, for me, it fucks me up. Like, I'm just like... But then it's hard not to. Now I'm trying to not sleep with the phone, so I won't bring it to bed. I, I don't want to, like, because I'll just scroll fucking Reddit or something. Mm. And then there's a load of bollocks on there as well about fucking Russia and shit. I just don't want to know. I don't know. Do you get me? Like, I don't know. I don't need, need to know this stuff. <laughs> you need that screen break. Well, so tell us about it, because obviously, you know, you've mentioned sort of, as you say, some of the less glamorous sides to it there. You mentioned yeah. sort of the, you know, the the changes of members in the band and things like that and, you know, having to keep driving it yourself. So where does that, you know, what is that drive coming from? And, you know, is there an end goal in mind for you that sort of keeps you inspired <laughs> yeah. when it is tough like this? Man, I would say that there ain't been no glamorous side of this shit. <laughs> Man, fuck all like, Still, yeah, still waiting like, for that. <laughs> yeah, trust me, man. Like even like before the shows of our tour, um, it's like uh, sometimes like you get one little dressing room. It's like there's four geezers in the band. So then you've got the fucking tour manager and whoever else, like maybe Tim or the other manager or someone like who's in there. So you got about six, seven people in a fucking tiny room, all spraying deodorant, and it smells like shit. <laughs> and like it's and everyone's in a bad mood because of the situation and it's all grimy in there and depressing and the toilets in there, or the, it's fucking stinks. And then, and then you go on stage, play the gig and there's a load of people fighting and doing mad shit. You never really know what's going to happen. It's all sweaty and you've got pissed people and drunk people. And then it's never glamorous. <laughs> Do you get me, man? I, I just want, I'm, I'm waiting for that one. Whether even like when you're on tour for saving, it's like they put, they get the sweet dressing room. And then you you get like the fucking office cupboard, man. Like, do you know what I mean? With like seven geezers in it, and like, and it and then you 
don't get a mirror and then you feel like shit. I've just, I've never seen, like, what, what was the fucking question you said? When was the end game? I was thinking that the other day. I was thinking, because oh, when obviously when I come to London, I was thinking like, like, I was hoping that the streets was like paved with gold. Do you know what I, mean? I basically thought that. And I was, I tried to believe it for years. I was like, yeah, it's true though. And I, so I just wanted to earn like a million pounds or something, man. I was like, for, or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Like fairy tale shit. I was like, great. I own like a big house and shit. And like, uh, anything's possible. And as it goes on, I was thinking like, fucking, I don't know nothing about houses or taxes or shit like that because I've started, because my missus is quite, um, like clever and stuff like that. And I see some of the shit she's doing with the with the stuff. And I'm like, fucking hell, I could never do that. I could never sort that out. So I'm actually a fucking idiot. But the <laughs> thing is, at the end of the day, I'd, man, now I'd just be happy with seeing any money at all. Do you get me? It's fucking gutted, man. I, I was thinking about this so much. Like, you come off tour and you slog, like doing, it was nearly like a 30-day stretch, right? Or basically a month, basically, um, of tour. And you do all these venues and it's all scrappy and it's great fun, but it's hard because you're in the van with like seven people all the time. Do you know what I mean? And and then you come off it and you're like, oh, your mind says to you like, oh, I should be getting some sort of reward for that. Do you get me? Not just me, the band as well. Like you, I'm just being for myself, but I come home thinking, great, I've done a rip and tour. And then, and then you got back and then you're like, what do I get for that? And they're like, nothing, don't get anything. You lose money. You actually lose money on that. You lose everything. And now you've got to go back to writing songs. I'm like, oh, what am I going to get for the songs then? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Do you get me, man? It's fucking depressing. Like, I'm just, I don't know about all these other bands, like, who are slightly bigger than us. I don't know, like, uh, The Snuts or someone like that, right? I like, or The Laughams or something. Like, I'd just love to know if there was any money being made, like, because I know if you get them bands on, like, major labels, but, like, I don't even know. It's just fucking confusing, man. Do you know what I mean? Because if they give you money, you've got to pay it back. So it's all like a scam, isn't it? It's like, <laughs> that's just me. It's just like an endless game, man. I, I ask, like, everyone. Like, I see that fucking geezer in Tunbridge Wells from Slaves. You know that band Slaves? Yeah, he was yeah. there at the show. And I, Isaac. And I was like, firstly, I said hi to him. I said, okay. And then I, because I don't know him. And I said, cheers for coming. He had like a gold tooth in or something, like a little gold tooth. I said, is that real, man? Like, is that a real tooth? Or is that, he's like a cap or something. It's like a gold cap. And I was like, okay, cool. And then I just asked him, man, like after a while, I was like, when the fuck do you get any money out of this, man? <laughs> I just said, no, when does the fucking money come? Like, <laughs> and like, no one's really got any answers, man. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, like I ask our manager sometimes, like, when's the money, can I, when's the money come? No one can give you an answer. Do you know what I mean? Like, do you know what I mean? Well, keep pushing on with it, mate, because, yeah, as we say, big fans of the money. music, and surely... I don't even want... It's not about the money anymore. Like, in answer to your question, it's it's not even about the money, really. It's just about the fact, like, some sort of reward for the work. Mm. Because your head can't deal... You can't process that. Because you're like... You come off tour, and then it's like, oh, you don't get anything. So it's, it's really confusing. Do you get me? Yeah, especially when you're getting that adulation back from, from these yeah, like mad, people, mad like, audiences. People know your yeah. songs. You feel like this is going well. You, you yeah. expect to see... see people are like, oh, man, like, never, never stop writing the tunes, never stop doing this. And I think, like, man, I'm not getting paid for this right now. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm like, do you get me? Like, I, like I've, I'm lucky I've got myself into a situation where I can just about, like, do this. 
but like it's basically impossible to do it like I just you let you're always running on the thinnest of ice do you know what I mean and it and it just makes me more angry and bitter like I'm a moaner but I've got worse like do you know what I mean like <laughs> I know <laughs> do you get me I'm, like, I'm fucking angry man like every time it just makes me more pissed off like every step we go further I'll tell you something man the music every time I get further into this music game like all I see is like people dossing around man people in music jobs and shit just Doss around. It's just a doss job, man. They will just flit around, do fuck all, man. Do you know what I mean? I hate that shit, man. If you're gonna, if you're gonna come around, put hands on deck, in it. Don't fucking flit around at, <laughs> at at our expense. Do you get me? Because at the end of the day, we're probably pay, paying out for these people, like in some way. Do you know what I mean? Fucking piss me. But it's just not enough doers, man. A lot of bullshit. Do you know what I mean? And I guess it's probably been always the same, but. uh Pisses me off. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yes, it sounds like some good, good material for some future lyrics. That you know, you sit down <laughs> on the next album, <laughs> Ch- channel uh, channel these feelings into into the into your into writing. Songs, yeah. I just know, like, every every time I get up, I just can't believe stuff I'm seeing. I'm just like, I cannot believe this. Like, <laughs> music bin is just like an excuse for people to have like a fucking tea party, man. Other people's money. <laughs> I thought it was, you know, when people say in books and stuff, and you read about, it, I thought, like, oh no. Nah, that can't be true. Like, I'll probably be one of the geezers do having the tea party and that, and I'll be having a great time. But not that way. Like, do you know what I mean? I'm now I'm now an active member of against that fucking thing. Do you know what I mean? Piss me <laughs> off. But then, I, yeah, just all the bands must be in a similar position, though. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. Um, just well, go, man. Our next question was going to be, what's next for the Skinner Brothers? But <laughs> who knows? I have got like a single coming. Yeah. Um, ready to go but I do not know man like, I don't know how labels work I know you can get some stuff from them but that's what the management do man that's what their forte is isn't it like, um, mm. we got the festivals coming do you know what I mean uh, trying to keep everyone happy it's just hard man do you get me like, uh, it's just hard times like, um, I don't know if no I can't I'm not ask you if you guys got the fucking answer for me <laughs> <laughs> But like it's hard, man. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, like Spotify and all that don't don't pay nothing. It just like I'm like a, quite a logical thinker of insane things. I like logically think that I could fucking do music for a living when I moved to London. But now I'm logically thinking like, but where do you actually get fucking like? You can't even sell your fucking records anymore. Do you get me? Mm. Do you get me? So, mm. but um, but yeah, like the gigs and that. But it's, it's probably complicated. But yeah, man, doing the festivals and that bring out. I'll just keep bringing out records until, until uh, it's all good. Do you know what I mean? And then uh, I don't know what I'll do then, man. Keep on bringing out records. Do you get me? <laughs> get yeah, back definitely. Yeah. <laughs> no, stick out. As I say, we're, we're big fans. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, it was good, good to ask you about um, any mm. other. Are there any other bands that you, you've uh, come across on the scene that you, you're into at the moment? Uh. Yeah, I like the people I like, man. I, I don't like it's just too close for comfort for me to listen to any uh any bands on the scene. Cause I'm way competitive, man. So I don't like <laughs> I like to all the people that are nice to me on the tour. I like the I don't I don't like to get too close to the music, man. But because I because I think that like you know when people say oh, I don't like that band. Like if they said oh, I don't like Skinner Brothers music, right? I don't have a problem with that. Like do you know what I mean? I'm not gonna call the people out if I see them at a festival but oh you fucker like doesn't mean they don't like 
me, it just means I don't like the music. Like, do you know what I mean? That's on a tangent, but like, I think you should be able to say, like, you know what I mean? I don't like, I don't like that music and not mm. piss them off. Do you know what I mean? Because if I said, oh, I don't like this person's music, they probably want to, probably want to get, get at me. Do you know what I mean? I feel like, fuck that. I don't but no, I prefer, man, I keep, um, I find it hard at the minute to listen to a lot of tunes uh, because I used to listen to tons of the records, man. Like, um, when I was in and around London, moving around a lot. But I lost all my vinyls because I moved rooms so many times. I had like a really great collection. Um, yeah. but, and I used to listen to it a lot. But nowadays it's like um, living in a one bed flat for my missus. It's hard to find, um, I ha- well, I haven't got the collection, but it's, it's hard to find a listening space to properly listen to stuff. Obviously I got like the Spotify and that, <clears throat> but I listen to that when I go on a run and I mainly listen to like, like UK grime stuff and stuff like that because I like that or fucking heavy shit but I don't but this oh yeah different stuff but that's different sort of listening man that's more like a run sort of thing I used to get into like loads of jazz and stuff and properly sit down and get into the, the record um but I, I wish I had the luxury of of that do you know what I mean like a space mm, I think it's yeah. important man I don't know if you guys have that like a space to listen to stuff but I was found that that was important to really get my head around the music man. do you know what mm. I mean yeah. Occasionally, if I go on a holiday or something, I'll I'll listen. I'll have a time where I can just sit there and listen to some stuff. But it's always like fucking, like fucking, fucking jazz stuff and like, do you know what I mean? I, and like soul stuff. I can't. I like the way them fucking voices go, man. Do you know what I mean? Like the, like Gil Scott Heron or something like that. I don't know if you know, but yeah, yeah. I like his voice, man. I like some of them smooth voices. I try and for over the years try to do that my voice a little bit but like an English version. But I don't want to make soul music either. I want to make rock music. That's why it's taken a while to get to this point, I think. Uh, but yeah, man, tons of stuff, man. I'm like, I really like the fucking, um, the 60s garage rock, man. Do you know what I mean? Like all that stuff. Yeah. And I, that's like influenced everything, isn't it? And like, oh man, I like, like a lot of punk rock, like 80s hardcore punk, a lot of the, the normal punk. Yeah, a lot of stuff, man. Something getting this a lot. Yeah, well, it's hard to listen to it, isn't it, man? Like it's hard to listen to the music. I find it hard to to digest it because there's so much flying around, isn't it? Like, and you say new bands, I sort of keep away from that. I hear stuff, but um, I don't. No, I'm just competitive, man. I don't want to know. It pisses me off. <laughs> it pisses me off. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It just it just bangers me because I think like, oh, that guy fucking rips hard. I don't want to know. <laughs> but I see all the bands come like. I see all the bands, uh, it seems like everyone's sort of coming up on bigger bills and stuff at the minute. Like I see bands supporting people, like bigger people. Seems like it's headed in a good direction. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It seems yeah. like that, man, slowly. Yeah. It seems like uh, the 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 bands are coming back a little bit. It's yeah, got to be really, hasn't it? I don't know where the um, the trend can go from here because it's already been on the, the sort of rap stuff for a while, hasn't it? Mm-hmm. Like it's got that's quite commercial now isn't it like so I, I think where else can it go it's got to go back to the the guitar stuff I yeah guess. hopefully yeah that's so i think there's coming probably yeah. some sort of tune that sort of kicks it off and makes it cool again do you know what i mean like some yeah, sort yeah. of tune which is a bit dangerous which all kids are like oh yeah i can get i can get behind that and then i reckon it would open the the floodgates for for everything else do you know what i mean mm, and yeah. everything in between and then yeah, great shout. Yeah, agree. 
Um, Zach, the other thing I wanted to touch on with you uh, just before we wrap up was uh, football. I know you're a Millwall fan like myself and obviously in there's references in your lyrics. Um, Away Days is probably my favourite Skinner Brothers song. I think it probably is. Um, and obviously references in that and stuff like that. You know, there's lots of similarities, I guess, aren't there, between a connection a, a fan of a band might have and a fan of a football club might have, you know, in terms of, you know, sort of uh, what it means to them to go and see their favourite band, what it means to them to go and see their favourite team. Just tell us a little bit about that sort of that culture, how you, why you brought a bit of football references into your songs and, and that side of things as well. Um, well, it's not accidental, really, because I was working um, in a pub near Millwall in a new cross right for ages and then i started to know like like a fair few of the people there and then um yeah man they just they knew me because of the libertine stuff so i started got to know people through that and then uh i liked the gear what they was wearing so i started to wear a bit like that <laughs> to a couple of the games and stuff this is years ago and then um i don't know man then i read that way those tune it was like a sort of fly on the wall because i was around i and I saw all that stuff and then uh, I don't I do I do like some some references of the football. Do you know what I mean? I put it in, but going to the football scene, there's quite a lot of people like like football type people at the gigs and stuff like that. Do you know what I mean? It's like, mm. but it's like uh, I think I was like English stuff, man. I was all because when I moved to London or London stuff, I was always obsessed with because I didn't. Mm. I'm not from London. When I moved here, I'm not from that far away. But when I moved here, I was like. Uh, thought it was fucking great i always wanted to be in in london and do london things and do i just thought it was fucking cool and uh and it was never london was never as london for me as i wanted it to be do you know what i mean <laughs> it, so i always wanted it to be half a postcard or something um <laughs> no but when i started working in the pub like that pub the five bells where we the away days about it was london man it was it was it was a real deal and and this was years into me living in London, and I thought I I didn't really think about it at the time because I was living on a fucking horrible maggot floor in Peckham, and I didn't really think about that. I didn't care about fucking postcards anymore. I just cared about just not dying. You know what I mean? So I was like, uh, but then I was working there, and I really thought it was great, man. It was really genuine, and uh, I think for me it's like I like the Englishness of it, and I think. The, the the I like the clothes, man, and I think like like I think people come to the shows like a bit of the team spirit of coming there. Do you know what mm, I mean? It's no yeah, no yeah. funny, but I don't like any nastiness there. But there there doesn't seem to be any. Like it's um it's a bit footbally, but it's also like if you don't like football, it's um it feels like all a, on a team sort of thing. Do you get what I mean? Like, it feels a bit mm. like that. I think that's yeah, probably yeah. a good way of summing it up. Like, yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely, definitely a similarity there between that sort of shared communal experience of going to watch a football team, to go and to watch a band, and and where you're all in it together, and all just uh, that those moments of euphoria of, the, of your favorite beat dropping, the favorite guitar side of happy, and the lyric, you know, whatever. Yeah, and, it and is. I like to like the, like um in the pub, I like I like to speak to everyone after the straight after the gig. I like I go I go and talk to everyone straight after because it's like um feels to me like a group thing. It's it's like a We've done a show, and then we'll have a drink together. Do you know what I mean? I'm not I, like I've heard some bands like literally just fuck off as soon as they finish. I do not understand it. Like it's like man, I put all this fucking work into building something like a like a a, a group of people, and people are like I love it, man. So so I'm like mm. I go speak to everyone, uh, and it's good, man. Do you know what I mean? I think it connects everyone. I think it makes everyone feel that they're part of a thing. Do you know what I mean? 
Yeah, big time, big time. Yeah. Right, last question, Zach. We yeah. always uh, sign off these podcasts trying to think, uh, well, quite often we, we expect our listeners to sign off this podcast and, and get on to listening to the artists that uh, they've been uh, heard oh, yeah. us chatting to. So what song, what song should everybody go straight to after uh, switching off their podcast, going on to Spotify or whatever? What Skinner Brothers track should they go to? Well, I'll probably go, go to Culture Nonstop. Probably go yeah. There. yeah, Culture Nonstop. Probably a good place to start. Yeah, highly recommend it. Yeah, nice one, Zach. Thanks very much for your time. Been great chatting and hearing about Skinner Brothers' story and great. Like, good luck with what comes next because, say, we're big fans and uh, looking forward to hearing the new tunes. Thanks, man. Thank you.